Buds, we are two 20-something-year-old women fresh out of college and fresh into all things work, life, relationships, and self-appreciation. As we find ourselves, we hope to provide a space for others to join in on our takes on life and the process of making sense out of the nonsense. So welcome to our podcast, where we make the grass a little greener, because here, we, we grow, grow together. Well, guys, you have made it to week four. We have hit a month, basically. Four weeks, a month. Okay. Period. So we are going to start with going back to our pride and true, this or that. And I'm going to start with the first question, Taya. Do you like date nights or date days? Um, I like going out during the day, I think, because it's more activities. Not like, yeah, it's like more activities for me to do. I think because when you go out at night, like obviously things are closing and I can't tell me, I cannot tell you how many times I've gone on dates at night and like you supposed to, as an adult, I'm still adjusting. You're supposed to just go to the (laughs) bar and like be able to get a drink and no food. Like the kitchen typically closes at like nine. Right. Right. So if you go out after that, I'd be wanting to get a drink and like a little fry or something, like something to snack on while I'm drinking. They'd be like, kitchen is closed. I'd be so sad. <laughs> That's like, like such a personal reason. To yes, a- yes, yes. And trust me, ask me if I've thought about this. I have. And like, yeah, like, am I still trying to adjust to the just like go out for drinks at night and be su- sufficient? Yeah, like I'm still adjusting. So I like to go out during the day. I like to be able to eat with no restrictions. Okay. Love and it. I like to have my activities not be closing down or almost done or whatever. So that's, that's valid. I would say that was such a good explanation that you almost changed me to a day dater, (laughs) but I still think nights just to like go through your busy day and then end the night with the person that you want to be with is cute. It's nice to be able to finish off with like a drink and no fries. (laughs) (laughs) That's so me too, dude. I'm not going to hold you. I, I could, I could see that. Okay. So would you rather start a series together or make a playlist together? I am a series girl, 1000%. This one's kind of hard though, because I do like music, but it takes me a while for me to like share my music taste with people that I like, just because I don't want to like weird them out. I don't want anybody to think I listen to like crazy ass music. I don't, but I'm just very personal about what I listen to. I don't know if that's weird, but yeah, like I listen to regular music, but I do have a wide range, I would say, of music tastes. Like oh, I yeah. I like the like festival beat type of music too. I like oh, rap music, I like drops. R&B pop music. What'd you say? I said not the beat drops, festival music. <laughs> yes, I like the whole ra- it's not really much music that you could present to me besides like the s- just screaming like heavy metal, like that's going to give me anxiety. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like my range is pretty wide. So, I rather series because I think it's so fun. I think it's so fun to get invested in the characters. And like, once again, like you said, the other in the first one is like coming together at the end of the day. My boyfriend and I specifically, we like the completely trashy, awful reality TV shows that are just so (laughs) painful to watch. Talk about. Yes. Like they're so painful to watch, but we literally just watch it so we could talk about them so bad. Like what is wrong with this person? Why would they do that? Like they're so stupid and it's just so fun. So I agree. I think a series, it just gives you more to talk about. And like for playlists, 
I have yet to hear one that I'm like, I didn't have to lie and say I liked it, but I really never gonna listen to it. Like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. Like, I'll listen to a couple of the songs out of there and pull them into my playlist that I listen to on my own, but a whole playlist just dedicated for us. We're not gonna agree. We're not gonna agree on, on too many. I haven't okay. had it yet. I feel that you need somebody that's gonna come in and make you the playlist of a lifetime. That's marriage. Marriage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So last one is private or public engagement. Yes. I love this question. I am a private girl. Like I'm private and I've already discussed this with my boyfriend extensively. He, I want him to know this is exactly what I want. Um, I'm private just because I want my partner to be able to literally say everything that they want to say, like from the heart without feeling that extra like nervousness or pressure, or like we could just have that really intimate moment by, by like he could, we can have that with each other. Um, and I think that that's super nice, but then we can have a little turn up engagement party afterwards where everybody at the house and waiting on us and we could like tee up right so and that's kind of how it's like nobody yeah I know just us two. Oh, yes I didn't like in my head I'm thinking private is a small knit group and then like public to me is like you getting engaged to at Disney oh but I don't girl, know you private. might be right you might be right with the just y'all girl private private I'm thinking private like it's you and not even private as in like and that that makes sense too but even like for example like my some engagements I've seen like my sister's engagement was very much like it was just them two but they were at like a park so obviously you have like random people around you but like it's not your family around you it's just us two at that park does that make sense oh but like that's how I'm thinking of it yes Y'all bogus. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I feel like, like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind. But I think that, like, just that moment, us two would just be so, like, nice and, like, oh, that is and beautiful. That is because then when you think about it, like, you're basically going to have that same experience repeated at your wedding, right? Well, so like house, yeah. all the stuff that he's going to say or whatever, like it's not going to be the same at the wedding, but like your family still has the opportunity to watch some, some cute shit and cry, right? Like it, it's still going to happen, but it's not going to happen at the engagement. And then, like I said, you could have the turn up party at the end Afterward. where you literally put the ring on my finger. We go to somebody's house. We have a party. It's fun. It's great. It's nice, right? But in that moment, when you get on down on that knee, I want you to say, I want you to be like, you are the best thing I've you ever you met in my life. You. <laughs> I want everything. I want it all the way down. So yeah, I think I'm a private girl for sure. Okay. I would say public since it is in involving smaller knit too, because I would want a smaller knit. Like I turn around, my whole family's like, wow, we all knew this and you did it. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. I, feel like cute. I feel like that's a nice, um, a nice way to start the, start the engagement up. But then, like you said, I do want the speech to be given. So I don't know. That's a hard one. It is a hard one. And it is just dependent on like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes your family can kind of like 
just in the Instagram videos I've seen, even though we're going pretty deep in this, but I feel like sometimes your family or like friends or whatever, like the, the moment can kind of get ruined sometimes when people are like, everybody's screaming and yelling. They got their phones out. It's just like a lot. True. Like, what if I don't like, cry? Everybody, everybody like, she don't even love him. She didn't even cry. It's, she, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure. Right. So then everybody's pulling their phone out and cause they know it's about to happen. So they just antsy right they're so excited which is not a bad thing like they pulling the phones out they're excited it's a lot of screaming it's a lot of, now if i don't literally pass out in the middle of the floor the instagram video is gonna get posted and they're gonna be like dang she don't she don't mess with him like she don't care enough when you right when, like that moment comes and you know it's going to be a surprise either way you want to be able to react however you're gonna because it's gonna be a surprise yeah. regardless so you want to be able to react how you're gonna react without that extra pressure of like, wait, redo that over. Cause y'all recorded that. I want to, I want to do it again. <laughs> like, wow. My family can't come now. All <laughs> Sorry. <y'all. laughs> no, I'm not okay, Not trying to convince you, but I'm convinced it's over. I mean, shoot y'all not finna ruin my moments. That's all I know. I hear it. So what are we going to talk about today? Yeah. So we're going to get into the topic today. We have a juicy you know we're still in our in our under the influence but this is our part two so our first episode if you guys weren't clear was part one so now we're into part two the title is dear hopeless romantic a love letter isn't that beautiful lovely um and so we have a juicy episode for you guys today we're gonna be letting out the true sap in us which is not very often morgan and i try and keep our sappy sides to each other Uh, (laughs) um and our hopeless yeah, our hopeless romantic sides as well. So um, last week we gave you our opinions from like a movie and TV standpoint. And I think we did that to warm y'all up because today we're pulling the emotions out. So we want you to know a little bit more about us romantically and just kind of how we view love and how we want to be loved um, and just how we aspire to to make that happen for us. So um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much the introduction. And um, we're going to get into our first question, just right into it. And when did we figure out love was hopeless for us, which is kind of deep. And early kindergarten, preschool. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm dead. Uh, it was early on. Um, I grew up in a very strong man environment and when I say that I had a lot of strong male role models around me my father my grandfather my brother um, then eventually my little brother who came later um, they all showed me a very strong love a very like um, unmatched love honestly if I could say now um, that just kind of set the precedent of what I was looking for when I started to get into the dating world and I'm not gonna lie, it gave me main character syndrome just a little bit. Just, uh, I think it gave me the idea that uh, it just gave me a different, a different idea of what I was presented when I got into the real world. So then, um, I would say that was my moment. So like the first person that I ever talked to, which I can't even remember for real at this point. But the first person I talked to, not that they were a bad person, but it's like. I figured out that people have to learn, learn you and also like grow to do certain things. And I expected a lot very early on. Yeah. Like a high pedestal. Yeah. Which could be a a pro or con because it is like you don't want to lower your standard, but then you also have to realize that like 
your parents and your family love you a certain way. Like they, it's just a difference. Yeah, it's a difference. (laughs) And also too, I think just to touch on that a little bit, like you can even say that like love from your older family members is something I just thought of in my head, but like you could even look at it as like an experienced love, right? Because like as they continue to get older, they are going through different scenarios and whatever. And depending on, you know, no matter what, like when your parent decides to have your, like whatever, whatever stage they're in, in their levels of love, like they're still going to be like a little bit ahead in terms of how they've gotten through love and then how they love you. Right. So by the time your parents, you know, had you or your father started to love you, it's like, he's been through some love experiences before. So it, it helps his experience, I would say. And then you kind of take that and you like, I look even getting like a pretty experienced love, right? And then you go to a man our age that's pretty damn inexperienced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not coming with the experience, G. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, wait a second. Like, like having to be understanding, that's 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 there because they are and they also like if they are coming from a family where like they had a strong mom or a strong father or both and like family system they also came from experience love so they're expecting something from me as well so like it goes both ways it's a two-way street but that's definitely when I figured out that love could be hopeless at times what about you yeah this is a tough question for me um I I don't even know if I would say it was like a combination of both for me. Like my parents separated and got divorced when I was six years old. So they were separated my whole life. And I lived and was primarily raised by my mother. Mm-hmm. And so a mother's love we know is, is different than a father's love. Like you can, you can definitely say that and it'd be a valid statement. I feel like, um, just because just depending on who they are and you know, those roles that they have, they can just be you know, different for you. So I feel like my view of love was a little different from just males in my life. Um, especially when we talk about that experience love, like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I was kind of starting off from like square zero when it comes to experience love. So all I kind of knew was from men, particularly it was like inexperienced love. Cause I just went straight into like dating and like relationships starting in high school and so I kind of came in with that expectation of like oh yeah like I'm willing to be patient and I'm willing to wait it out you know with you and while you figure it out like that's okay like I can I can be nice and you know wait it out and be patient with you but that was not always the best thing right like I (laughs) I wish I had like those feelings of like no, I know what like, like, re- like experience love feels like. I hate to keep using that statement over and over again, but I think that's the best way to kind of label it is like, I wish I had those feelings. And so I wish for some people that didn't deserve that extra patience and time, like they definitely could have got that treatment of like, I'm not really willing to wait it out while you figure it out. I'm not going to hold you. Right. <laughs> like there were well, a lot I do of have a question and I hope I'm like trying to make sure it doesn't jump the gun, but like, do you think that going in and like experiencing love early helped you now? Um, helped you more now to romantically, like romantically, maybe 
but I can never fully say like, it's actually kind of hard because I don't know. I think when you look back on it from just like, uh, I was really hurt in those times standpoint, it's like, mm-hmm. I think I can say now, like, Oh, I wish I didn't go through that. Right. But I do think there is an other half of that. That's like, no, it, it did. It shaped me a little bit. You know how people say like your worst experiences aren't always just the worst for you. Like there are learning. Lessons. Yeah. There are learning lessons that are, that are in there. They're hiding, but they're in there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta dig them out. But yeah. So I do think that going through that early, there were some lessons, but I do think that once again, I still kind of stand on my point of, there were some people that I feel like i I didn't really have to go through this to learn from this. Like this might've just been something that I could have completely skipped out on for if I would have had a little bit more experience and understanding of like what love is supposed to feel like. Like there were some relationships that were like, this didn't really transform my life for real. (laughs) And did you have like that open communication with your parents or no? Like, did you talk to them about people that you were interested in or dating or was it more so like you were going through it pretty much by yourself or like telling your sisters or your friends or something like that? Yeah. So my father wasn't super easygoing. Um, he wasn't. No, I'm, I said that wrong. He was super easygoing. He wasn't super like super hard on guys. Like, the way you date, all that. Yeah. Like pulling his yeah. gun out. Like it's just, it wasn't really one of those. My mom was more so like on the front lines of like, yeah, like I'm going to vet this person out and I want him to come inside and meet him. And I want to look at him and see him and whatever. So my mom, I definitely told her about people that I was dating, people I was interested in and every guy that I would go out with, I would always tell them like, you have to come inside at least the first time you have to come inside. So my mom can look at you. I know they was blue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They were mad as ever. they like, are you for real? I'm like, yeah, I'm for real. Like, I don't really know what you want me to say. Even if it was a guy that I like, wasn't even for real serious about dating. I'm like, if you're picking me up in your car and we're going somewhere, like you have to come inside and see my mom's face. And so that was super cool. I think for my mom, like she was very like, I think she was really open. I mean, she definitely had her own opinions of like, I don't think she was completely comfortable with me dating. Like if she could have told me like, I don't like this, like, and you I think she would have liked to yeah. say that. Yeah, I think she would have liked to say that. But I think too, there was a piece of her that was like, this is going to happen anyway. So at the very least, like I'm going to try. I think she really tried to have that like open level of communication so that I wouldn't hide stuff from her. And like, it would build, like make the situation worse, I guess. True. So I was very open with her about that. And my dad, I would be like, I would just run it by him. Like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. He's like, oh, okay, I want to meet you him. You mentioned the name. Talking about who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to yeah. tell you. So it'd be like, yeah, I want to meet him and stuff. And he definitely would meet them and, you know, ask them the questions and everything. But my mom was really the one that was more hard on the meeting and the guys and, and all that. So we were, we were pretty open, which I liked. Okay. So let's go into question number two. And this is where we're going to start getting into more of like the letter format of things, the love letter, if you will. So what is some advice that you would give to the old you? Yeah, I feel like I've been, I've been on a roll in terms of I'm talking. I hope no one's sick of me yet. Um, but I think <laughs> in terms of like advice to my old self, I think I would just tell her that 
there is no rush to love someone romantically, I guess I could say. Um, I think I need to clarify that because you do have people that you love uh, platonically in your life, like friends and family. Mm -hmm. I think romantically, I really felt like I was in a rush and I could kind of categorize that in for two different reasons. I think being the youngest and having sisters that were older than me, I always felt like I needed to keep up with them, even though there were wide gaps of age ranges between (laughs) us. Okay. These were not like, uh, oh, they my got sister. real, real sibling gaps, real sibling, <laughs> yeah. real sibling gaps, bro. Like true examples of accidents is so funny. Like you don't even have to say you're an accident when you say you have a sister that's 16 years older than you, bro. Like you just don't have to do that. So I always feel like I need to keep up with them. And that was literally never the case. But sometimes I'm pretty sure like younger siblings can relate that that is something that you unintentionally may try to do or try or you may feel Mm -hmm. so I would find myself a lot of times like seeing my sisters dating and like seeing my sisters go through experiences and in my head I would feel like we're the same age or like I should be going through that too or like I'm ready to experience that too right like and I don't know it's probably another layer of pressure because you're already seeing that with peers like peers are starting to date and you know do whatever they do and it's like on top of that I'm coming home and I'm seeing my my siblings also doing the same thing that I'm not so it's like yes so that was definitely my second reasoning literally right from the mouth was my peers so it was really my sisters and it was my peers like my friends my friends all had boyfriends and like it was just a common thing to talk about in class and in our groups and everything and like that was also a thing too. So it's literally exactly what you said. I would go to school and it'd be like talking about boys. And then I come home and it'd be like talking about boys. So like, <laughs> I think it would be, you know, I have a unique experience. I have literally all sisters. And I think that that just also Thank shows a lot too. I grew, yeah. yeah, I grew up in a house full of women. So like my experience with men was very much so like, I could model whatever they were doing and it would be the exact same. Like it wouldn't be, I feel like when you have a brother and they're dating a woman, it's like, there could be differences there, right? And how they go through things and do things and experience things, whatever. When you have sisters, like it could really be like, I could do the exact same thing. This could be my exact life, yeah. Yes, like it could be the exact playbook. So yeah, I think that is has been one of my biggest things is like, I wish I could go back and tell myself that like, you don't have to rush into this. Like- you have time. And especially now, if I, I knew who I was going to be meeting in the future, oh. like you have time and like, you're going to find someone that is like your half and like going to respect you. Yeah. And so I used to put up with a lot. Cause I didn't, I didn't really know a full example of like, like what was this to a, come? Yeah. yeah. Like, is this a bad thing to go through or do you just put up with it? Because someone says that they love you, right? I didn't really know whether or not, but I'm like, it's something in my mind was telling me like, I should be doing this. Like I should be going through this. I should be, I should be loving someone. Cause like, this is what people my age do. Or like, this is what, this is what I've seen. So like, I should be going through this when at the same time, like, girl, it was so many other things I could be doing at 16. I can't even hold you. (laughs) No, because like, we see now on social media, it's a platform where you are able to share and people are opening up and sharing their mistakes they've made when they were younger or just currently. And I really don't think that 
okay, I'm trying to see how to word it, but like, if you are the type of person who has to experience the thing in order for you to really get it set in your head, this is like what the outcome is going to be. I really don't think anybody could tell or do like, do or say anything to make you not do it. Like yep. some people are experiencers, like they need to go through the process and be like, oh yeah, that sucked. All right. I'm yeah. not that no more. Some people are more so like word of mouth. Yep. So I think that some, you, the way you end up where you are is, is, is right. Like, I think that's very much so true. I think I was definitely an experiencer because I got a lot of word of mouth with people that were older than me. Like I got a lot of people that were telling me like, yeah, you see me doing this, but don't do it. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I already <trying> to say. <laughs> Look, and then I just go and do it anyway. Cause I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. Or you're quick to say, yeah, but your experience is not mine. Right. So I was definitely an experiencer. Like I had to go through the trenches, bro. I'd be in the <laughs> middle of the trenches. I had to go a couple times to make sure. Yes. It wasn't to make sure that this wasn't right. Like I got to be certain that this wasn't right. And obviously when you look back at yourself, you'd be like, girl, you're so stupid. But like, but I can't be hard on myself because I didn't like, know. Yeah. You I didn't know sometimes just to be like okay now I know for sure and it's no question you won't ever look back and be like dang should I or like did that go right could I have stayed longer like you know for sure it's enough I got my answers so yeah I hope that was clear I think my biggest one dare my old self don't rush you got time love that what about you um going off of my last statement I would I would say dear my old self um, we are doing this on the fly, guys. So it, the thought is not fake. I'm really thinking. Um, <laughs> learning who you are is going to take mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, like be cautious, of course, but don't let that consume you. I think for me, I was more so the word of mouth type of kid in general. Like I, somebody told me something that sounded scary and I just wasn't going to try it. Like it, it was enough for me. And then also I was more of an absorber. Like I just kind of took in everything that was around me. Like even now I'm more of a question asker than I am a doer. So when it comes to dating, I was always so worked up on like what my friends are doing, what my parents were doing, like what my brother was doing, what other people were dating. So I could like absorb all the things that they're doing right and wrong. So that way when I date, it's no questions. I got it all figured out. And that's not, that's, that's way far from the truth, way far from what actually happens when you're in a situation. Cause it's like the first time I talked to somebody more heavily and like we had our first little dispute, I'm like, wait, 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 I ain't seen nobody go through this in my life. So we're going to have to take a step back and think, because I don't yep. even know what to do. I don't even know what this argument, like how you're supposed to end this. Like there's so many things that I just had to experience for myself that I, I didn't because I was just scared of like, I never seen nobody else go through this. I need to make sure that I don't do it. I don't want to look stupid. All those kind of things that kind of just hinder you from just experiencing something and moving on if it doesn't work. So Mm -hmm. I would say that. I would say, dear old self, like, just be okay to experience things and people because most things are bounce backable. Like, you'll be okay. If you get a couple heartbreaks, if you get a couple uh, arguments that don't go right, whatever, you'll figure it out. Yeah. This is a pretty simple question, but I was going to say, 
Um, would you describe yourself as like a perfectionist? And do you think that like, if you say yes, I guess, do you think that that, that feeling of being a perfectionist that carried over to like, I have to be a perfectionist in my love life as well, or like, I can't do it. It's actually very crazy. Cause I would say no, hmm. like I do not think, cause anything that I start, like when it comes to like pretty standard, when it comes to a, a job, a school, I go into it just like, I try my best. Like yeah. I'm going <laughs> to do what I can do and it is what it is. But I think for me, I've seen what love can do if it goes wrong. I've seen how it can consume. And I speak very biasly, uh, maybe not correctly, but I've seen especially what it can do to a woman. Like when it cons- when you are consumed with loving somebody, what that can do to you and change you. So mm-hmm. I was scared of like, I don't ever want that to be me. I don't ever want me to be consumed by the person I'm with. So I'm going to do everything possible to make sure that I'm coming in with all the answers. Cause like that was comforting to me to be like, okay, I've asked enough questions. I've seen enough people do this. So I feel like I can, I can go into this right. And I won't get, I won't get sidetracked, which is Mm -hmm. not true. Cause you love is an emotion. Love is a verb. So like when you're doing it and you're going through it, you're going to have your own feelings, your own emotions. You cannot watch somebody else's life and make it your own. So exactly. we talked about that, like with your siblings and with friends, it's like nothing you do can prepare you for, for what's to come. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you think having brothers too, like having your, or not even because your, your younger brother is, is much younger. So right, but, I different. Did, like, I had but really husband. having an older brother and that literally that dynamic of like, gender and like his that dating experiences that was more so like oh, okay like I'm kind of starting from scratch here because I can't live off your experiences I can't live <laughs> off that's very true I don't know because Quentin was like a very not to air him out I mean I guess this is kind of gassing him but he was like a very like textbook boyfriend in my yeah. from what I saw so like I really I really didn't like gain or lose too much than what I already thought. Like I already kind of assumed a boyfriend should be. I think mm-hmm. if anything being raised around boys just kind of made other boys seem just kind of like, <laughs> like not platonic, but it was just very like, I know what y'all do when y'all go home. Like y'all yeah. do not clean y'all rooms, G. See? So like, not cleaning their rooms. <laughs> they got a pile of socks in the corner. Like it's just like, a whole. Y'all nasty low key. So I think that in my head, like made it, I know what y'all do. I know how yeah. y'all do. Like that's, if anything, what having brothers did for me. Definitely. I think that that is a good answer because that still is like insight, right? Like even when you have like a brother, like it may not be like, oh, I can model my experiences after you because like you're a girl too. It's like, I can still see like what a boyfriend could be like, even though it's like, you're my brother, ew. But like, right. But like like, being around somebody all the time, that's the opposite gender. Like, what do you live like? Yep. I can see what a boyfriend could be like. Yep. That's very true. It's different. It's different. Okay. So we gave our old self advice, but of course we are not the old us. So what would you say to current you? How do you think that you need to be loved? 
platonically and romantically because we know that those two things and those two types of love can be different so what would you say to the current self um to my current self once again this is really off the dome so i i'm i do have to think about this one for a bit of like how does me now need to be loved i think that one of the biggest things that i need from like partners as well as like platonic relationships i think is patience mm-hmm. um I think that's one of the biggest, biggest things that I need right now at 23 is like a lot of patience from the people that love me. Because like I said, I didn't go too deep into my past love experiences, but they were, they were kind of bad and some like borderline traumatic. So like, there are a lot of things, negative things that I like learned and picked up. And it's not me saying that I, I require the people that love me now to be patient with me because you don't have to be, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something that I'm upfront about in that I've been through some things in a, in all areas, not just with men and romantically, like I've been through crazy love scenarios from every aspect and I think right now I'm trying to create it. Like I'm trying to create the positives, right? right like <laughs> like want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to create what I want to see. And like, that's going to take mistakes and mess ups and like misunderstandings or like you may just miss the mark sometimes. So it really sucks to be that generation. But I think for me, and I think to kind of relate to the generation of just being more open about like mental health and talking about, you know, your baggage or like the things that damaged you. Like there are a lot of things that I feel like we're doing now that maybe our parents or whatever, like weren't doing is kind of just like, this is just how I am. And I don't want to talk about it. Right. Right. And I feel like now I'm trying to be like very transparent, like going into the relationship that I'm in right now, I laid every single thing about me on the line. Like I did not hold anything off and I let every single thing be known. And that was something I had never done before. Like, like instead probably of like enough, covering as you go. Yeah. So I, that was like a, <laughs> that was like a bad thing. Like my mentality in the past. <laughs> I'm was sorry like, yeah. Like I got my damages, but like, you'll kind of find out as you find out, right, like I'm yeah. not going, I'm not going to put it out there. Cause I just, for one was a little embarrassed and for two, like they're just very difficult conversations. So I didn't want to have them. And now I'm like, I put everything out there from the very, very beginning before we even started dating. And then after that, I'm like, yeah. So if you want to date me, like, if you want to stay here, cool. Like, I'd love that. But like, if not, I totally get it. Cause I know that it's, it's a lot to take on. So I'm not here to say like, oh, I'm just the most damaged, crazy baggage person possible, (laughs) (laughs) but because I'm definitely going to like, I'm going to extend that same love to you too. Like whatever you bring to me and allow yourself, like allow whatever patience that you can give to me, I'm going to give you that same grace because I know I got some stuff. And so future me, I really, you like current me and future me. I really just want patience from my but friends. But I do want to push before you, yeah. before you uh, conclude or go to the next part. What is, what does patience look like? What is that? 
because I, I hear it all the time. And I actually, when you said that, I think I was thinking about that for myself as well. But when we say that we want somebody to be patient with us, what is what does that encompass? What does that look like? What does that feel like? I think like, honestly, this is going to sound like re- like a very interesting response to the question, but like, I think taking that extra step to ask further questions or like clarifying questions or get down to the root or like, just try to understand where I'm coming from before like assumptions are made right and that could be in a conversation that could be in an argument that could be in it like wait a second like should we actually take a moment and figure out like where these feelings are coming from Mm -hmm. right and sometimes you may not do that especially when you're with someone romantically in the heat of the moment you may just be like this person is crazy and I don't know what's going on and I don't want to talk about like I don't want to talk to you no more right But then there may also be an extra step of like, wait a second, like this may be rooted in something, right? Like this may have some form of like, are you going through something? Are you struggling with something? Is there something in your past that like we didn't talk about, which like I said, I I tried to to keep everything on the front end. But patience to me really looks like those extra steps, whether it's in the heat of the moment or outside of it is like really, really taking the time to like dive deep and know me fully for who I am. So that when we go into certain stressful situations or when we go into certain arguments, you're not completely blindsided and you're not understanding where stuff is coming from. That doesn't give me a scapegoat either, though. I do want to make that clear. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, because you know me completely. I have the permission to act like this and cuss you out because, you know, I've had a past of doing this. Right. I think that if anything, it's more so kind of like a. I know where to start the conversation at. Like I know what we need to discuss before we get even get into whatever the real actual thing at hand is. Yep. I know, I know what's touchy and I know what's not, or I also know enough to be able to recognize when you're growing. Right. Like I think that that also is extremely important because if you know enough about your partner or your friend or your whatever, you could be like, dang, like, when I first met you, like you were really struggling with this. And now I can see like you are actively making improvements on how much this affects you or how much you're reacting to this or how much you, you know, are letting this, you know, get in between us or whatever the case may be. It's like, I can actually chart your growth and now know that like, this used to be really crazy when we first met. And now I can see like you're- And that's such a cool- thing to see as you grow with somebody because even as you were saying and I mean as you guys know like I've known Taya for a long time and just like being able to see like the growth and especially in romance romantic areas it's like beautiful to see like now it just (laughs) whoa say it for what it is it's it's night and day okay (laughs) it's night and day bro I mean I wasn't gonna say too much I was just trying to you know It was, it's beautiful because it's, it's the healthiness and like seeing somebody on the other end who's also healthy it just it's a it's a different view a different it's view. it's a completely different view because you also have to realize that this is where like this is the area where the two groups collide because yes you can separate platonic and romantic but your platonic friends and family can get real wrapped up in your romantic life right you That's could start true. And I was that girl, like, I'm going to be super transparent in this podcast. I was that girl. If anything happened to me, if I got into a fight with my partner, not even just Morgan, my friends from the past too, 
I would run to them immediately. Guess what so-and-so did? Guess what he did? Blah, 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 right? I'm running. I'm saying all these bad things. I'm trashing them when I know I'm not ready to leave them yet. Now, did I know that in the moment? Maybe not. I, like I thought I was really about to walk away. <laughs> I thought that was my last You know, last maybe not for like a second. But then like ultimately, like after the heat and like the right. anger dies down, you'd be like, if they text you, are you going to hear them out? Probably. So that was definitely a huge hurdle for me to overcome of like, for one, there needs to be 100% a separation between friends and romance, family and romance. Like that deserves to be separate for your own peace and for their peace as well. Because you don't want those lines to blur of like, because I'm your friend and I love you, that means I have to go through this with you. No, you don't. (laughs) That's so true. No, you don't. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna expect you to anymore. That was like one of my biggest, 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 biggest growth areas was like, I'm not going to expect my friends to go through these things with me, obviously to a certain degree, right? Like if you get hit or something like that's like, okay, like you need that support. Right. You need and family stuff, and your friends it's to like, jump uh, in. Key, key. But like when it's stuff that you know should be kept in house, it's yeah. like being able to decipher like what, what can be told and what can't. And what could be just kind of like, we resolve this at home and we know we're going to be be okay by the end of the night. So what's the point? Like, it's just kind of getting everybody riled up for nothing. So you get to see the ending. So it's like, they still riled up. You talking about what? <laughs> what yeah. What like I've been over this. Y'all not over this yet. Like I can't even imagine, but like, I, I look at my past self sometimes. And like I said, you have to be kind to your old self, but there definitely are some things I know even now. If I'm saying all this at 23, bro, by 50, I'm gonna be like, girl. Hey, by 50, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Like any age, honestly, like every decade you go up, you learn so much in and you look back like, whoa. Let alone you're gonna be like, girl, like, cu- like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So yeah, <laughs> that, an extensive answer, but I do think moving forward, like I really do hope that I have people around me that are going to give great like just literally want like not only be patient with me, but like grow with me. Like mm-hmm. I would hope that like as I'm moving and I'm growing and you know, there is a piece of patience that is required there. I really hope that too, you're growing as well. And like it's mutual. Like we could be patient with each other. We could grow with each other. And I hope that that's kind of how my relationships continue to like flourish moving forward. And I thought that's definitely adult relationships is being able to under like adulting is basically understanding that it's always something. So having that in the back of people's minds, it's easier to kind of give more grace because it's like, we all, we all just trudging along. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trying our best. (laughs) So for my dear current me, um, and how do I need to be loved? Um, I'm not sure if this blends, but I, at this moment, feel like it has, but the wording I'm trying to figure out as I say it, but more so like I just need people around me what's like a a lower level of coddling <laughs> um, <laughs> a lower level of coddling I can't pull google up fast enough but just google that when y'all listen to this um 
I think I need people around me that like vocalize when they appreciate something about me, are proud of me, um, are just having conversations, like not even just blatantly saying it, but like having people around that you can just tell are like, they find a confidant in you, they trust you, they just being more vocal about, um, about where I stand with them because mm. sometimes I easily can assume what I am to somebody. And when I go into things, I, I think I lower my level of how much I mean. So then I, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to admit something on this podcast, but <laughs> I, I admitted before that I have a tendency of ghosting when it comes to romantic partners. And I think that's because I always assume that I mean less. So like, and not less in like, a, I'm not valued, but like, I mean less as like, we just met, like, why do you care that much? But now yeah. that like, this is somebody's feelings. And like, if somebody is coming in with an open heart, they might have expressed or did more than what I did. And then especially for myself, even me vocalizing that I feel stronger than what I'm saying. So yes, I think I just need right now for people around me to be vocal. Um, about anything and not even just positives, but negatives too. Like, I don't like when you did that. I wasn't really a fan of when you did that. You was low key tweaking when you did this because um, I am a very managed expectations. Like I try to figure out where everybody's head is at. So I think mm -hmm. instead of assuming, having people around me that are vocal about it. Um, yeah. A lot. That transparency, you can call it like a, yes. like a transparent yes. love, I guess. I'm just putting love after everything, obviously. No, that's what they say. The hopeless or yeah. the love, the all of that. Yeah. They say the, because what you were saying before about just laying everything out on the table, like that sounded so terrifying to me. Um, How did you build the courage? Like yeah. what's the, that part of growth is something that I'm working on is not being so, so hidden. Like I don't share really anything until I feel like it's, I probably only tell you my brother a hundred percent like what's going on in life. So yeah. just being more transparent and not being so secretive, like it's okay. If you share a couple, I mean, you don't want to share your whole life all the time, but just sharing a couple of things, let them know actually about you. Cause if they want to get to know you more, that's the whole goal. And the craziest thing to me that I feel like is so like, I don't want to say it's, it's funny if it's actually like sad, but hear me out. You <laughs> personally attract like all of these like super open hearted, super sappy people, like friends and family and like everybody, like all yeah. the people it seems like are super open. Like I will be, Morgan's been calling me a sap since we met, literally. Like our first couple of encounters in seventh grade was literally me crying and Morgan being like, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so it's very much like I've always been, <laughs> I've always been that person that's like, I know that you're like that. And so it's almost as if like I do it even more. Like I'd be pushing that on you because I'd be hoping that like hopefully not, not forcing you to like, for you to open up, but then you'll still get that transparency from me of me always. Being right. Like, and then you eventually have care. to do it. Cause it's like, okay, I know too much about her. Not for me to say something about me. Yes. So like, you gotta kind of, you know, you gotta kind of be that way, but that I think that's the difference though, is like the healthiness of it. Like when it comes to guys, I think I have in the past 
for some, not all. So if you're listening, please don't think I'm talking about you. I might be, but um, I've attracted like overly, overly like, like um, emotional to the point yeah. where it's like, okay, this is kind of overbearing. I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with this, especially when you can kind of see that I'm more like reserved. It's, it's a lot. So mm-hmm. it's a middle ground of being open, honest, transparent, but then also not like trauma dumping or like overly dumping anything into the, yeah. the situation, just making it like a, I'm going to share as, as we go. And like, I'm going to hope that you do the same. So like the grace, I think that's overarching in all things, all people. It's like that grace of like, I'm going to share and hope that you eventually open up and share too. Cause I will eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And just meeting the person where they are. Like you don't have to force someone to say everything right off the bat. I am a, I'm a dumper. Like I literally (laughs) like, yeah. Like I will say too, like the part of the reason why I even did what I did in the beginning of my relationship was because off bat, like I got the vibes that he was that type of person. Like he's going to listen to me and like, he actually cares about what I'm saying. So I'm like, cool. I'm going to tell you everything since you like to listen. Like, right. But that's who I am. Like once I get those vibes that like you care and I do, I can't say it, it does hurt me sometimes because sometimes people will pretend or act like they care to listen to you and really they they really don't like they're either just being nosy or like they genuinely just don't care so I do find myself in situations where it's like oh like I don't know but I think like meeting the person where they are and just however they're willing to listen to you and kind of and kind of get that out of you I just want you to know here it's not gonna stop I'm gonna be a Saturday morning behind closed doors all the time. Don't have to worry, dude. That's just what it's gonna be. Um, Cause I don't know. I think it's important in your friendships for sure to be transparent and like, like you said, you want to know like what you mean to people. Yeah. And so I'm always very open about like, like you are Morgan is for real, like my soulmate. Like that is my BFF. And I make sure to say that not to get emotional, but I make sure to say that just because it's like, that should never be a question. Like it should never be wondered, whatever. So that just moving forward, you always know, which kind of full circle connects back to just that experience love, you know, going into romantic love. Like I really do have people in my life that love me for real, for real, for real, for real, for real right that's very true I gotta get that out I gotta get that from you I gotta get that that (laughs) feeling from you I I always say I said this on her birthday she is like the narrative to my Christina Yang if you guys watch if you guys watch Grey's Anatomy like that that duo is exactly us like the the straight edge like almost cold-hearted and then like I'd be like Morgan I love you so much she'd be like shut up No, for real. But it's great. Like it, it really balances out because two people that are too sappy is like, oh, uh, it's heavy. It's, <laughs> it's heavy. Real heavy. And then it being oh. two people that are too cold is heavy. So I mean, it's not heavy enough. So it's it's definitely a full circle moment. Guys, yeah. I think. Yeah. I feel like I we think, got right out. I feel like we we were really honest here. We're really I think that was super duper honest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the comparisons of both, like all of that was super duper good. Um, I can't wait to talk more next week. We'll, we'll get into the topics. Yes. 
new series. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We did say that it is week four. We're wrapping this up. It's over, y'all. No more love from us. We're going to go into something real basic. Oh, yeah, we're trying to go into. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you guys later. That's all we have for you today. In order to make sure that we keep growing, like, leave a review, and tell a friend. Bye.